He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. 5th Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Cordelli, the coach here, and Hour 1 will be with us. Hour 2, T.J. Pittenger down in Tampa. Dave Hooker off the hook sports also that second hour. And J.C. Sherbert from TheBigSpur.com. That is in Hour 3. 615-844-5600. Why did I say that? That's not the number anymore. Actually, it is. It's it's 615-844-5600. Sometimes that 800 number flashes at me. It's been several years since we've had that. really doesn't matter, right, anymore, whether it's 800 or a local code or not. No big deal. On Twitter, at Bill is King, at Bill is King on Twitter, or X, whatever you're calling it. And if you do want to email Bill is King, 7 at gmail.com. The... Signing period has started. A lot of it got done yesterday. Still waiting on some items in the portal. Yeah, still waiting on some names in the portal. Let me also send a message to Coach Pete. Coach Pete, he's getting voicemail when he calls you. Yeah. We're trying to – Pete's there, but for some reason we're not connecting. Yeah, he's getting voicemail when he calls you. There you go. There you go. So let me know when you get the coach on. And Pat, he said, go ahead and try again. Maybe, Maybe he has unlocked whatever needed to get unlocked for you to connect up with the coach, Pete Cordelli. I was just looking. At the rankings, the recruiting rankings. And you know what's interesting? And this is just a name just 
somewhat randomly, but I'm here. Tennessee is ranked number 13. This is the 24-7 recruiting rankings. Tennessee is ranked number 13. That would place them eighth in the league. You got Georgia, Alabama, 1-2. You've got Texas, 5. Yes, I'm including them. Auburn is number 7. Oklahoma, 8. LSU, 11. Tennessee, 13. What would that play? Somewhere in there. That is absolutely crazy. Buckeyes. I know Buckeye fans complain. They had a good class. They had a fantastic class. You're never going to get everything. Miami, number three. Mike Farrell told us Miami's going to be getting dudes. Last several years, he told us. Rank number three there. Texas, five, we mentioned. Duckies, six. What about Hugh Freeze? You think you think Hugh Freeze is going to be some kind of pushover number seven? Auburn is going to be a problem, y'all. I'm telling you. Either believe me or don't at your own peril. They're going to be an issue. You've only seen a minuscule display on what they're going to be able to do. Number seven. Oklahoma, Florida State, number nine, Irish, number 10, LSU, 11, Clemson, 12, Penn State, 14, Michigan, Florida, as high as number three, fell to 16, but let's also point out, and I know there's some disappointment there, they got DJ Lagway, and they did retain or hang on to LJ McRae, the two best players in their class. Those are top five type players in the nation at any position. Lagway, a quarterback, and McRae, the defensive lineman out of Daytona Beach. Patton, did we get coach? All right. Coach Pete Cordelli. Coach, in your time in college football or as a staff, does a moment of recruiting drama stand out to you that you experienced? <laughs> yes, there were many of them. <laughs> sure. We, uh, at Notre Dame, it came down to, uh, we had one scholarship for two players. And uh, it was, <laughs> whoever called first, Coach Holt said that's who he'd take. And so, uh, Ricky Waters called first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's fortunate. Yeah, it was the last scholarship. And the other young man went to Penn State. I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, Ricky called first. And the other young guy, while Coach was on the phone with Ricky, he was trying to call. And the other young guy ended up at Penn State. So we ended up playing against him. Yeah, that was the that was the one. <laughs> was there was there any drama with Jerome Bettis or Rocket Ishmael or names like that? No, uh, Rocket uh, was pretty much committed. His head coach really did a good job in the final days. That was back, Bill, when you could be with guys when they signed. Yeah. So, you know, there are great stories about players being – 
stowed away in hotels, you know, and basically uh, kidnapped for a few days before they signed. Uh, Lots of Barry Switzer stories there when it comes to that. Oh, yeah. yeah, Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. Uh, A lot of Marriott points being used. Yeah. Jerome's tailback at at his high school was uh, a guy that Michigan was after. Michigan was after Jerome. So, uh, but no, Jerome, Jerome came through. His mom and dad were great. His mom and dad made the decision. They said, Coach, don't worry about it. Uh, now, <clears throat> Derek Brown out of Titusville, Florida, he was the most valuable player at the Miami camp for two years, three years running. We thought that might be a last-minute flip where he'd go to Miami, but he didn't. He stuck with his commitment pretty much. Big 6-7 tight end, right? Yes. Ended up being a first-round draft pick of the Giants and uh, really good player. Really good player. Yeah, back back in the 80s and prior, and I don't remember the year they banned it, but as a coach, you could literally spend the night. Could, could you spend the night at their house, or did you have to? would it have to be somewhere in a hotel where you could basically just isolate the player to make sure you're with them the next morning when they sign? No, you could spend the night if the parents wanted what you to I, thought. I mean, there were, there were times I – I stayed on a couch in the house with a player. So uh, I'll give you a story about Tony Brooks out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Running back, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Barry Switzer and Lucius Selman uh, are after Tony as well. So I have a van that a Notre Dame alum has let me borrow, and it has a a bed in in the back. So I told Mr. and Mrs. Brooks, I'm staying in this van. And here's the reason why. The night before signing, I go in and go over the scholarship with mom and dad and younger brother Reggie, who ended up going to Notre Dame. Yep. So we're in the middle of this this meeting. And the doorbell rings. And Miss Brooks says to Reggie, go answer the door, see who that is. And I'm going like, okay. This is, this is Switzer. This is Selman. Reggie comes walking back into the room, and, I mean, Bill, his eyes were big. as I mean, the look on his face was priceless. Following him is this six-foot-one beautiful woman. And Miss Brooks turns around and said, excuse me, who are you? And she said, I'm a friend to Coach Selman. I've come by to see Tony. Wow. <laughs> Miss Brooks says, I don't know if you should be in my house. Next thing I know, Tony looks up. He said, Coach, don't worry about a thing. I'll be back. His <laughs> dad is like, Tony, what are you doing? He said, I'll be back. They leave. I'm like, Barry got me again. So... I'm like going, what in the world's going on? Reggie said, Coach, don't worry. And Reggie and Tony had a phone in the room. I said, Reg, I'm going to be right across the street. He said, Coach, I know where you are. At 4 o'clock in the morning, I mean, I I stay up. I'm trying to watch what's going on. At 4 o'clock, my phone rings. Coach, Tony's back. He's signing with Notre Dame. (laughs) I said, okay. 
So I try to close my eyes, get a little sleep. 6.30, the phone rings. It's Reggie. He goes, Coach, Coach Switzer has my mom on the phone. He's trying to get her to commit to Oklahoma. And she's, she's, they're going at it. She's getting loud. They're yelling. So I said, okay, it's 6.30 in Oklahoma. But guess what? It's 7.30 back in South Bend. Because they don't change their clock. They're on the Eastern time zone. <laughs> I go walking into the house. And she is like, she's like, here, you talk to him. And I said, I don't want to talk to him. She said, no, you talk to him. I, I've had it. I go, hello? He goes, what are you doing in the house? I'm here to sign Tony. You can't do that. It's only like 645. I said, no, it's 745 in South Bend. And signing date starts at 8. Tony got up at 8.01, at 7.01 Central Time. He signed the papers with Notre Dame, and I left. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, that's that's a good one right there. I don't know. Somebody look up what year they stopped allowing that. I, it's certainly yeah. – you couldn't do that in the 90s. I know that. Anyways, we'll no, take a break. No, you couldn't. But I'm going to tell you, it was like a coach's convention in, some, in front of some of those houses, man. <laughs> Coming right back. Coach Speed's with us. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. A little bit of volume at times coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, headed towards Nashville through the Hickory Hollow area on 24 going westbound. Still looks good right now as we check it out live. I-40 over here at Hermitage, Donaldson. A little bit of traffic there trying to get to the airport on I-40 at Donaldson Pike. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during the holiday season. Give them a call today or check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Oh, oh, uh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever! Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. I was just so excited. But look, we won! Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarland weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarland Show, and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The best college football talk on the planet presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel, The Bill King Show. trying to get everything wrapped up today. Coach Pete, let me flip the question on you. Biggest name that you were in on or as a staff gets down to the end and heartbreakingly you lose him. Mm. (laughs) There were a number of those. Uh, Yeah. Golly, Bill. Oh. Russell, Maryland, out of Chicago. Wow. Uh, Just absolute yeah, we, star. We, defensive yeah, lineman. Yeah, we thought we had Russ, and then he ends up going to Miami. Um, wow. I I'm, forgot. The co- I'm the head coach at Kent State, and uh, I've got a young man whose dad was the head football coach at Hillsville High School in Tampa, Florida, for 30-some years. And he's recruiting Florida. And he calls me uh, about the weekend before, like 10 days before signing date. And it's a Thursday. And he said, Coach, I'm in on a guy. And he's got a wrestling match, wrestling tournament, tomorrow night, Saturday. He said, uh, the big schools are on him, but he hasn't passed his test yet. And they're not going to wait for it. He said, Miami, Florida State, Florida, they all want him, but they said they're not going to wait. He said, I think it'll be important if I watch him. I said, great, let's do it. Don't come back for this weekend. Stay down there. He said, can you come down here next Wednesday and we have a home visit? I said, sure. He stays for the weekend. The kid wins the tournament. I fly down. We go in the home. The kid commits. I said, here's the deal. We will wait for you. You have a scholarship. We're waiting for you whenever you pass the test. This is going to be the first Wednesday in February. You got all spring, all summer. You have a scholarship. If it doesn't work out, we'll put you in junior college, and you still can't. He goes, Coach, you're the only school that's done that. I said, great. He said, I'm coming with you. I'm coming to Kansas State. I said, great. 
Now, this is a time where you can be with the player, right? Yeah. So I told I told my guy, stay here. He said, Coach, no question. Wednesday morning, or, uh, the Wednesday morning of signing date, the University of Miami shows up with a scholarship for this young guy. They had lost somebody. The kid tells my guy, Coach, Miami's right down the road. I got to go with him. He said, I can't believe it. I mean, he actually camped out there for like 10 days, right? Wow. So we ended up losing Ray Lewis. Yeah, Ray Lewis got a last-minute scholarship. <laughs> and I yeah. remember who was the who was the coach? Who was the assistant at Miami? Oh, I can't remember his name, but he's the one that offered him. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, he wore a talent. Donnie Solinger. Is that who that was? Yeah. Solinger, yeah. Donnie was a high school. Yeah, Solinger. But, yeah, we thought we had Ray Lewis coming to Kent State. You imagine that? Wow. Wow, wow. Hey, I got one for you. I got one for you that you're familiar with. I'm at Memphis State. This is back before they changed their name to the University of Memphis. And I'm recruiting Middle Tennessee. I go to McMinnville and recruit Jeff Womack. You remember Jeff? He was he was a running back that ran for a million yards in high school. And he had been committed to Tennessee since his ninth grade year. Well, his uncle, his mom's brother, had played at Memphis State but didn't have the same name of Womack. He had a different name. And I knew him pretty well. He said, Coach, I, I think you got a shot the – the running back position at Tennessee is loaded. And Jeff's not going to play early. I said, he could start for us as a freshman. That, I mean, this guy is special. So Jeff and his uncle, mom, they come down for the weekend. He commits to Rex Stockery. He goes back Sunday morning because the banquet at McMinnville is on Sunday night. And the featured speaker is Johnny Majors. And I guess Majors had been out in Idaho or Montana or something, was coming back from the trip to speak. So when Je- I, so I go back to McMinnville for the banquet. I'm sitting there, and the buzzer gets out that Jeff's going to go to Memphis. <laughs> wow. Coach Majors shows up with Fulmer. And they walk in, and you can tell something in the room has changed. <laughs> Just a quick Major. question. That I, got a, I got a bunch of people with questions for you, but I remember because I remember there was video of him at that banquet saying, I'm going to Memphis. Yeah, and so Majors came over to talk to Jeff. Jeff wouldn't talk to him. Jeff leaves with his uncle and goes to the uncle's house. So... <clears throat> You know what? McMinnville's an orange town, man. It's a Tennessee town, okay? Right. Well, I was staying in Nashville at the the Marriott at the airport. Well, I said, the heck with it. So there's this small motel, like 12 rooms north of McMinnville. I go and I check in because I'm going to stay there until we get Jeff signed. Bill, 
I'm not in the room more than five minutes, and my and the phone in my room rings, and I'm going, nobody. But Jeff and his uncle know I'm here, and I'm going, uh-oh, something happened. I picked the phone up. Pete? Yeah. Philip Fulmer. I'm like, who in the hell told Fulmer I was there? <laughs> I said, yeah, Phil, what's up? He goes, hey. You know, we've been working on this kid. I've been recruiting this kid. He said, you know, if I don't sign Jeff Womack, Majors is probably going to fire me. He said, you got to tell the kid to come to Tennessee. I said, Phil, how long have we known each other? I said, and you don't think Rex Stockley's going to fire me if I don't sign him? I said, don't call me again. And I slammed the phone down. I was so mad, number one, that he knew I was there. Number two. How about that? Tell, tell Jeff to side with me because I may lose much. I'm like, are you out of your mind? For four years you had the kid, and now all of a sudden you lose him on the weekend before signing day. So Jeff Womack came to Memphis, had a great freshman year, and then in the middle of his sophomore year tore up his knee. Quick question, and then we'll get to these questions on social media. Were you at Memphis in 83 when Coach Dockery got killed in the plane crash? No, I had already gone. I'd gone to work for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I was there Rex's first year. But okay. uh, Chris Ferris, the DB coach, uh, was with us. Chris Ferris, John Palermo, and I got retained by Rex uh, and Rusty Russell. Uh, Irk Russell's son, Rusty. We all got retained by Rex. But after uh, Rex's first year, I left and went to work for the Cowboys. But I came back for the funeral. And, uh, in fact, Pam Ferris, uh, Chris's widow, ended up marrying Rusty Russell. Yeah, Chris Ferris was also on that flight. And there was a booster named Glenn Jones. Right. Flew the plane. Is that who? Okay, he was the okay. He was the pilot. Yeah, it was his plane they were on. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. What a tragedy. Awful. What a tragedy. And they were going. They were going to, or either return or going to the uh, quarterback club in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, which is on the Alabama border. They were going there. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yes. And uh, Greenhill was with them because he was going to present the award to the to the new winner because he had won the award the year before. Charles Greenhill was a player of the Charles, year. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. yep. Top water assassin in South Carolina. Ask Coach Pete who they wanted at Notre Dame, but they had to pass on him and then later regretted it. Uh, Mark Carrier. Oh, Southern Cal. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so, we uh, – uh, we thought Mark was coming, uh, and uh, but we had to pass. Uh, yeah, that one was uh, that one was tough because then we went and played against them, and obviously in the Coliseum, Tony Rice on that long run, he made Carrier miss and scored the touchdown. So Mark Tony Carrier. Rice said, Tony Rice said to him after the touchdown. See, if you would have come with us, uh, you'd be on the winning team. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that was Tony. 
Mike, the mad dog down in Noonan, Georgia. Ask Coach Pete if he thinks it's easier recruiting today with NIL or back when he used to recruit, was it easier then? Well, it all depended on how your underground network worked back then with (laughs) with the bag bunny. It's a whole lot easier now because what's happened in years past, and you know this, you know, people are always involved in providing gifts or money or whatever for players. There were some guys that boosters or friends of the program that didn't want to get involved because if they got caught, the embarrassment of the NCAA, or even more importantly, if you gave somebody money, then the IRS came in and the tax implication. Now, everything's above board. So I I believe, and with so much money above board, uh, today it's easier to recruit with all of those things being able to be offered uh, in the home or, or on the visit. Yeah. No Kev up in Chicago said, guys, did you see where Coach Prime at Colorado only signed five high school kids? His class is basically transfer portal players. Pete, can you exist year after year with that plan? No. And the reason I say that, Bill – You've done this all your life. Remember the the teams that used to rely on junior college players? Kansas State, it, uh, it, it, Mississippi State, yeah. And then all of a sudden, there was a year in there, there was like a gap year. They didn't get the junior college guys they wanted and didn't really get the high school guys they wanted. And there was always, you were playing catch-up all the time. And if you had one down year, you set the program back. There's going to come a point. If Colorado doesn't win next year, just telling you, they don't get to a bowl game next year, I don't know how many transfer portal guys Prime's going to get. He already had four coaches leave the staff this year. If he doesn't start winning, and I'm talking about being in a bowl game. Right. A bunch of those portal guys are going to go, Coach, hold on. We understand who you are, but at some point your program has to win. They're going to go other places. And that will be used against him in recruiting. You know how coaches are. Oh. You want to go to Colorado, that's fine. But you got, you know, if he doesn't go to a bowl game in 2024, coaches are going to go, he's been there two years. He hasn't won. Is that what you want to be a part of? The, the staff, there's a turnover in staff. Do you want the lack of continuity in staff and in coaching, which means there's a lack of player development? All of these things have been – we've seen it in the past when teams tried to use the junior college model to move the programs forward. I always termed it, not literally, but you're playing with the devil there because if – let's say you do get the kids you want, but – it doesn't work out. They're they're busts. You got a huge problem with your roster management. And exactly. And here's what I 
like yesterday, all right, uh, some site had everybody ranked Georgia 1, Alabama 2, all that. But then they put how many five stars, four stars, three stars they signed. Right. But here's what's happened. I haven't seen anybody start that service for transfer portal guys. Where's the kid that after three years at this school, how did he, is he a three-star now? Is he a four-star? See, you got to go back and reevaluate who's best for your program. It's not about just signing bodies and signing guys from other programs because you make a great, great point. If a kid comes in and obviously he doesn't fit, he doesn't gel, and he becomes a bust, you can't afford that. Uh-uh. <laughs> you can't afford that at all. And now with NIL money on top of it, you really can't afford it. Colorado. Pete, now this is just the recruits, not the transfer portal, ranked number 99. There's, what, 131 D1 schools? Yep. Number 99. Now, again, that's not the portal, guys, but, wow. Okay, more Coach Pete as we continue on this Thursday. Got any questions, post them there on social media, on Twitter. I'm the Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Cleanup continues on a crash. I had a little bit earlier, expressway uh, park drive there at Murfreesboro Pike. That's in Hermitage. Traffic's picking up just a bit out here on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. Coming in from Rutherford County. Still looks good right now over here by the airport on I-40, but it's a little bit busy on that 40 eastbound off-ramp there to get off at Donaldson Pike to be in a airport. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during this holiday season. Check out their website at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, Fifth and Broad downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction, serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason. Right now, man, I get the best of both worlds. I get a chance to coach a football team, build a program, do it in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, and do it with my family. It's important that this area, this community, uh, like really gets a chance to get behind something that it believes in. And I believe MTSU is that program. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Hashtag fat side up tweet to Bill at Bill is King to enter the arena of ideas. Ohio State's ranked fourth. Brian Hartline, former star receiver is also their star recruiter. Pete, what makes him so dynamic as a recruiter? What's the, what's the art form there? His relationship, his communication with the guys he's recruiting. Uh, you know, Bill, look, every relationship's built on trust. And uh, Brian Hartline builds great trust. With, with the guys he recruits and shows them how he has a plan, how he's going to develop them through Ryan Day's offense and make them better and get them to the NFL. Uh, and, I mean, he's taken the, the Nick Saban-Kirby smart approach, but players trust what Brian Hartline is telling them. And Brian Hartline can go back and show him that list of players that have gone through that process that are now playing on Sundays in the National Football League. Interesting stat here, Coach, because this goes against everything I've ever learned or studied, except it works. Georgia Dog, a few months ago, down on the Emerald Coast, looked it up. In Kirby Smart's time as the head coach, at Georgia, he's averaged, and Georgia is, as we all know, a phenomenal state-producing football, basketball, any kind of sport players. 
male, female, doesn't matter what sport it is. Incredible state. Kirby Smart has averaged, heading into this season, 10 in-state players a year. In this class, of the top seven ranked in the state, Kirby signed one of them. And by the way, he's got the top-ranked class in America. This is not a knock. All I'm saying is that goes against everything I've ever sought and studied and learned my entire life about locking down your state. He's in a state that's as good as any in America. He goes outside and gets a good chunk of his players and wins national championships, Pete. And that's a little unorthodox, but it works. Bill, in your evaluation, you're always trying to recruit better than what you have. And some years it goes in a cycle. Some years there's better players outside of your, your your footprint, your your primary recruiting area. Right. And to keep the program going, you have to do that. You have to continue to challenge your coaches, your evaluators, to find the best player available, and you go get them. And that's what's happened to Georgia this year. Will that happen next year? I don't think so. I don't think so. If – if more NFL teams would do what Kirby is doing, we'd have better teams in the National Football League. Go evaluate where the best players are and get better players, no matter where they are. I mean, everybody, wait, Georgia's going for a three-peat. They've lost one game in three years. <laughs> and every how many guys have they put in the National Football League? So Countless, yeah. This year, this year, and I agree with you, the talent level in Georgia, one of the most talented states for high school football players. But by position and by need for Georgia, they found better players other places. And sometimes that's a hard decision to make because you've built a relationship with these high school coaches You've built a relationship with a, bu- a bunch of these kids who've come to your camp. But at some point, you got to say, i got to do what's best for my program. So I may have to go to Florida, to Alabama, to wherever they're going. Texas. That player may be just a step faster, bigger, more powerful. But Kirby thinks that's the best fit for his program right now. It will not happen two years in a row. I promise you that. Hey, and by the way. Commitless was a week ago today. What a great night that was. Thank you for inviting me. Man, yeah, was that, that was fun. That was so much fun. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of folks that came in got, got to meet Coach Pete. They went to Napa Valley and got Brock Bowers. Napa Valley. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're national. Look, they're nationally recruiting, and they're going to take the best player available to them. And who's going to turn down Georgia? That's why with Rayola flipping – yeah, you had him commit. But guess what? They signed the kid from Avon Farm, Connecticut. But well, they'll, they'll have other quarterbacks. Well, I mean, Pete, the biggest announcement of any recruit is Carson Beck's coming back. No question. And that, that I think, had a big big part of uh, Rayola's decision, even though his uncle got a heck of a pay raise at Nebraska as the old line coach. Uh, and his dad was a great player there. I think that Rayola wants to go in and play now. 
He's not beating out Carson Beck. No. <laughs> so, you know what? Go go to Lincoln and learn the system. And that, that happens, you know. Coach Pete is with us for another segment here. Pete, the music's about to play, but I'll let you ponder this one through the break. It is Topwater Assassin wants to know, if you had to hire a coach, would you rather hire an A-plus recruiter but an overall C as a coach or an A-plus coach but a C recruiter? That's the question. You ponder it during the break. That's a very good question. I'm always about leadership. The head coach comes first, but I don't know. Coach Pete may have a different view on that. We'll see when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel. TJ, top of hour two. Good morning. They moved it right over to the side. It's just in a terrible spot for this time of the morning on 24 westbound at Hickory Hollow Parkway out here in Antioch. It's slowing down that traffic flow just a bit coming in from uh, Rutherford County uh, here in Antioch on 24 westbound at Hickory Hollow Parkway. Again, the wreck is over to the side. A little bit of traffic volume now on 65 southbound at Trinity Lane. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering during this holiday season. Check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top-three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. If it's the P5, the G5, or a neutral site game in Council Bluffs, the Bill King Show has it covered. For Coach B, my top water assassin, if you had to hire a coach, would you want an A-plus recruiter and a C overall coach or a C recruiter but an A-plus coach? Top order, that's a great question. I go back to my dad, Bill. You know, he's 45 years high school coach in Pennsylvania, and he always used to say, the guys that are good recruiters, they can learn football. But the guys that are football coaches but can't recruit, they have trouble. I'm with you. It's about leadership. In 1977, we went to Arkansas. Coach Broyles was the AD, and he always used to say, in a nine-man staff, I want four good teachers, coaches. I want five great recruiters because your coordinators are going to teach their position coaches. But we can't do it without players. So we need to have great recruiters. And someone asked him one time, said, Coach Burroughs, where'd you get that philosophy? He said, when I was playing at Georgia Tech, Bobby Dodd used to say that all the time. I need four great teachers as coaches, but I need five great recruiters to get great players here. I would rather hire the recruiter and then get good teachers, coaches as coordinators. Now, if you can do both, what a bonus like Heartline at at Ohio State, as the example. Some guys just don't have the personality to recruit. Some guys, you know, and it holds them back. You can always learn football by watching more and more tape and being in meetings. But what do you do to get better as a recruiter? And, you know, it's kind of like in business, how do you increase your sales? Well, you better have pretty good salespeople. Recruiting's the same thing. I loved recruiting. When you have a great product to sell, starting with the academic process, the academics that you can offer, and then the opportunity to play. I mean, you got to get excited about that. 
And uh, hey, I was I was down at MTSU last Saturday and saw Derek Mason and this new staff. What a fantastic job they did! And Derek Mason, man, that guy's special. MTSU hit a home run there. But again, it was the leadership, like you said, and the way that they developed and the message that was sent. I mean, Derek Mason hit a home run last Saturday, and it paid off for him yesterday. I believe they signed 18 guys. Your running back coach better be a good recruiter. Yes. <laughs> and I don't mean just because of running backs. I just mean he better be a recruiter. He, yep. that, that That's – Pete, not that any of those jobs are easy. That's probably the easiest coaching job out there, though, right? The running back position. And tight ends, I think. Yeah. And tight ends. Yeah. So you've got no excuse to not be a leader when it comes to recruiting. That's how you get no. that's how you get away from that position. Exactly, because as a running back coach, you're involved in both the run game and the pass game. Whether it's blitz pickup, your route different and protection so you got to know both run and pass i mean everybody's got to know both run and pass but you're right running back coaches have a better chance of moving up to be an offensive coordinator but a lot of offensive coordinators will coach the tight end because they're involved in the run game pass protection pass route but they can see everything that's going on uh and so but yeah you need great recruit, but you need a balance, Bill. You need a blend. You can't have all recruiters and not good coaches, and you can't have all coaches that don't recruit. And uh, I'm with you, though. Leadership comes first. Because without that, you're going to screw all that talent up anyways. Doesn't matter. Well, here's the deal. The one group you never fool are players, okay? They know who they can trust, and they know who's blowing smoke. And they're the first ones that can see through a coach who's a snake oil salesman who yeah. or is truly interested in their best interest. And how many stories have you heard over the years? Well, yeah, they told me enough stuff to get me here, and then they, they went away from everything they said. All the so time. You, you know, I mean, a lot of that yabba-dabba-doo goes on, and that's why kids end up leaving because the trust is broken. Guys have to be transparent and true to their word. I We've used to tell guys all the time, I may coach you for four years, but I'm the coach the rest of your life. I'll be here the next 40. you got to take care of people, man. That's what we're here for. We're here to serve and help people get better. We've got a minute, so it's unfair, but guys like Lance Leipold, who's never had the recruiting rankings at his disposal. Now, he's mentioned maybe as a possibility for the Michigan job. That'll change if that were to happen. But a Caleb DeBoer, who, who I mean, Washington you can recruit to. But how do guys like that make it so well with evaluating, not able to cherry pick A-plus talent? That's an incredible look their, art. Look at their background, Bill, where they came from. They came from smaller divisions. Correct. Where you had to be really good at evaluation because they won national championships at those lower divisions. And they, they know what it takes. It, it, your football team, and you know this better than anybody, your football team is not built off the height, weight, speed chart. It's built with football players. you got to have football players. And you make a great example of those two guys. They had to get football players to win national championships 
and develop them at those lower schools that they were at before they moved up. Coach Pete, Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week. Hey, I hope everybody has a merry and blessed Christmas. Thank you, Bill. Always good, man, Coach Pete. Coming up, T.J. Pittenger. They had a good class, man. Yeah, K.J. Bolden got away. That was a worry. Yeah, he stayed He stayed home. But they had an overall very good class. We'll talk about it on the Nashville Hotel. Sixty AM, ninety five nine FM, Brent.